0: Welcome to the Dojo Talk Podcast. Please remove them shoes before entry. Zen master is here and you still have not taken off your shoes. everyday to define man's mission yeah. Looking to the sky for divine transmission yeah. Deaf man's vision makes the blind man listen yeah. Eyes on the prize, this is blind ambition Yo, what up world? I'm back again Episode number 63 of the Dojo Talk Podcast I am your host Serio Sensei uh, It's been about a week since you guys heard from me Uh, so between now and then you know holidays have passed so i hope all of you guys have had a good christmas uh me personally my christmas was actually pretty dope really my whole christmas weekend uh was pretty dope you know eat good food you know around family chilling with the girlfriend everything was good man I, i can't complain um got some pretty good gifts best gift of all being uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I've been pretty addicted to lately, I honestly don't get a chance to game as much as I would like, but I've been making time (laughs) for this game, um, quick story though about that, man, shame on GameStop, because I got okie-doked really bad, so I go over my my, my dad's house, I'm with my dad, my brother, my stepmom, you know, hanging out, all that good stuff, and he hands me the box, uh, with my gifts in it, so, you know, I got, like, little socks and, uh, actually, some really comfortable Under Armour socks, not gonna lie, these socks are really comfortable. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I had like Under Armour socks and some other stuff in the box. And then at the very bottom of the box, I see Zelda. So I'm hyped. I'm like, man, I've been contemplating buying this on the Wii U, but I kind of want to switch. But he got it for me on the Wii U, and I'm definitely not about to complain because I, I really, really, really wanted to play this. So I get the game, man. I'll open up the case. Lo and behold, wrong disc is in the game. <laughs> so lucky okay, my pops the next day, while I was at work, he went back, exchanged it. So I got the real thing now. So I've been been chilling with Zelda for these last couple days, man. This this game is amazing. It's it's really good. And to be honest, after I'm done recording this podcast, um I plan on eating and then I'm probably gonna hop <laughs> right back on it. Um yeah man, Zelda Breath of the Wild, I know I'm late to the party, a lot of you guys, if, you know, if you're gamers, you've probably been playing it already, but if you're like me, and you're a bit late to the party, it's 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 worth it. I've literally, I've only played this game maybe like five hours so far, I've hardly even done any main missions, but the game has been just, it's, it's dope, it's it's really, really dope. But I don't want waste too much time on it, but you, you know how Zelda is, man, Zelda never disappoints, and this game is no different so definitely give zelda breath of the wild uh the play and you'll find yourself addicted like i've been <laughs> um, uh, i guess real quick uh before i get into the show oh well, you know let me get in some plugs as always this podcast can be listened to on youtube soundcloud google play itunes if you're on itunes please subscribe and rate share tag a friend also uh, you can like the Dojo Top Podcast Facebook page, and if you want to send emails, you can send emails to Dojo Podcasts at yahoo.com if you have questions, comments, concerns, and all that good stuff. Um, so this episode, man, pretty much running down the top 20 of my favorite albums, uh, 2017. Um, but real quick before I get into that, because uh, a few other things i wanted to do. These past couple weeks, but with the holidays and you know, I've been kind of been relaxing and busy at the same time. Still working on my book. And you know, between the holidays, you know, hanging out with family and still working. Couldn't fit in all the shows I wanted to. So real quick, I'm gonna just do like a a rapid fire. Just a few topics I wanted to talk about that I didn't get a chance to like do episodes on. Um, so I, I think I mentioned it During one of my previous podcasts That I wanted to review Eminem's revival album Um, that never happened <laughs> So I guess I'll just give a quick Rundown of that album right now Um, I only listened to it One time And to be honest, I only cared to listen to it one time <sighs> Yeah man, it, it just wasn't Wasn't a good project Man, To be to be honest It just wasn't, that album didn't hit for me Like for one, it was 19 tracks. It was way too long. And it, it felt every bit of 19 tracks. Um, and it made it harder because some of the tracks were like five and six minutes long. And it just it just wasn't an easy album to, to get through. And like, I guess not to completely bash it. Like some of the ideas and concepts that M, you know, he was trying to pull off and go for I thought were dope but like just just the execution of them man just they just it didn't sound good from production which i had a huge problem with on this album to all of the pop features and it's i don't know man it didn't really come together that well i was just confused that like i feel like at this point in m's career like you don't need to be chasing a hit single or you don't really need to even work with these pop artists man you can just you can come out and just do you man like you you've hit that point kind of like jay-z how he did with 444 i don't think he was really chasing any number one singles he just kind of came out and did what he wanted to do and i don't know if this was what m wanted to do but i <laughs> i don't know man like you're at shady you should you should have had like i know he, he signed uh conway oh, it's it conway and what what's the other guy's name i'm i'm blanking right now but the the two new dudes he signed to shady like They should have been featured on this album. There should have been some Slaughterhouse features, or at least a Royce feature, um, bare minimum. I'm I'm pretty sure Alchemist is signed to Shady. You know, he could have got some Alchemist beats. I don't know, man. Like, this album just didn't... It didn't... It It just didn't hit, man. There were moments on this album that were cool, but just as a whole, man, I, I couldn't really... I couldn't really get with it man like i said some of the concepts were okay like it was definitely a more mature m but it just i don't know but what do i know i just googled it and this album hit <laughs> it apparently number one on billboard so hey man what what do i know <laughs> i i guess somebody liked it but like i said that I, I like i don't mind the content and what he was going for but just execution wise to me it just it it just wasn't pulled off well, but I won't really delve into it. I mean, if you want to give it a listen, I'd say listen to it, form your own opinion. Don't let me or any articles or critics sway you from listening to it. But yeah, it, it didn't um, didn't do it for me, man. wasn't wasn't feeling it. Um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi got a chance to see that uh, last week. I enjoyed it, but kind of like the force awakens i i don't really know if this is a movie that i could see myself like wanting to go back to but that's coming from me coming from a person who rarely watches movies this, twice anyway so <laughs> i don't even know how much that's worth but it, it was an enjoyable movie like it was a fun movie but there, there were just some flaws glaring flaws that i just i don't know and spoiler alerts are coming. So if you didn't see it, don't just skip this little segment. But yeah, like I don't like how they did Snoke. Snoke, uh, at least from what I thought was just like this God powerful dude. And he gets x off like he's nothing. I don't understand still. I, I really wanted to like Kylo Ren in this movie. I, I really wanted to. I want to like him as a villain, but I still kind of can't. And the thing is, I didn't like Kahlo in in, uh, Force Awakens, but I didn't like Kahlo more so just because he was whiny. I feel like in this movie, I think the reason I didn't like Kahlo, it wasn't really necessarily because of anything he did. It's more so how they use his character and like how they explain some of his character. Like the scene where they finally show, you know, like Luke. Tried to kill Kylo because he knew how powerful he was and he saw this, all this evil potentials, quote unquote. But it's like they make him out to be like this guy who could be, you know, ungodly powerful. But I don't see that power. Like you you don't show that to me. So why should I believe that? Why should I believe this guy has so much potential to be like the, the scariest dude in the universe when he's struggling to beat? (laughs) like he's struggling to beat these regular soldiers that he and Ray fought and he's over here one of getting choked out and Ray has to save him (laughs) like I don't know man and then Ray got super strong with the force and she only trained for like three days I I don't know but those flaws aside like it it was still an enjoyable movie um I did like Luke kind of trolling Ray (laughs) and how we got this whole two-year build-up of like he, he she hands him the lightsaber and then he just kind of tosses it away like it's nothing and he's like not trying to train her and then he told her when he had her sitting on the rock and like they, they were, i I enjoy that I, I like old angry luke <laughs> that that didn't bother me at all um i mentioned earlier the, the lightsaber fight with uh ray kahlo and uh those guards i thought that was actually a really really dope scene um i kind of wish this movie would have had more lightsaber fights like we we need more because when they do have them like they're really good but i just feel like they're too far in between but you know i found that those those were enjoyable i like the porgs i'm saying that right those little little furry guys (laughs) i know a lot of people complained about the comedy and i I did too a bit like it it felt sometimes i was it felt sometimes a bit too much um but the porgs i thought were hilarious so those got genuine laughs out of me so I don't know, like, I I didn't hate the movie, it was an enjoyable watch, like, I don't regret spending my money, it was an enjoyable watch, I'm still glad that I went to see it, and to be honest, I, I would, I don't know, I, I know I just said I might not go back to it, but, like, if I had the opportunity, I, I would watch this again, because I think a second watch, I probably would find it more enjoyable than the first, um, I don't know, like, at this point, I think I just see Star Wars movies, because they're Star Wars, and, you know, I'm not, like, a super-duper Star Wars fan. Like, I know people can quote every line, every movie. I I can't do that. But, like, I just kind of see Star Wars movies because they're Star Wars movies. And, you know, I watched them as a kid, so I just kind of stick with them. But, you know, they're definitely going in a different direction. These don't feel like the old, you know, vintage Star Wars movies that we grew up with. Which uh, could be a good thing. I mean, it's 2017. Things don't stay the same forever, so I get it. You, you gotta, you gotta switch it up, make it fresh somehow. And also, I feel like they're probably—I I ain't gonna say they're not worried about the old fans, but I think they're definitely trying to reel in new fans who maybe wouldn't have grown up with the movie, and this might be like their first exposure to it. So, you know, I don't know. It, it was a cool movie. Like, it, it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible. It, it was, it was enjoyable. But much like the M album, I would urge people don't let critics toy you one way or another like go go see the movie, form your own opinion. Don't let anybody tell you one way or other, like, oh it's the greatest thing ever, oh it's complete trash. Like go go see it and watch for yourself and you'll you know you'll you'll figure out where you fall on the spectrum if you love it or you completely hate it <laughs> like some people do. But I thought it was cool. Um I'm still glad Star Wars is at least making a comeback and we're getting Star Wars movies now every year. Um, even though Rogue One, to me, clearly, out of all these little Star Wars comeback movies, Rogue One, to me, is head and shoulders above Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi, and I get it, Rogue One was a prequel, but Ro- Rogue One was amazing, <laughs> in, in my opinion, Rogue One was dope, uh, but Force Awakens, Last Jedi, man, they're cool, uh, give it a look, man, if you're a Star Wars fan, at this point, especially if you've been riding with Star Wars for this long, you can't just not see it, Like, go give it a look, form your own opinion, it's, it's an enjoyable movie. It just... This movie reminded me of Justice League movies. or not Justice League. Like, DC movies and that I find them enjoyable, but they definitely have glaring flaws. But, you know, I'm not a really a mega critic, at least in terms of movies. I'm not really hard to entertain, so... I'm not really as harsh or as judgmental on movies as I am with music. But, yeah, man. Star Wars Last Jedi. Give that a look. Not, 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 not a bad, not a bad flick. Um, and I guess real quick before I get into this top 20, I'm, I'm going to try not to keep this episode too long. I may be lying to y'all, but, <laughs> um, I don't know, just, uh, what, what, what was I going to say? I'm blanking out. Oh man. Um, yeah, on a, on a somber note, uh, rest in peace to combat Jack, uh, who passed away, I don't know if it was last week or a few days ago. Um, for people who don't know Combat Jack, um, I believe he was at one point uh, a lawyer in hip-hop, like an entertainment lawyer. Um, I know he did business with Nori and a few other people. Um, I knew him mostly because of his pod, uh, podcast, The Combat Jack Show. Um, I would urge anybody, um, if you're a hip-hop fan and you def- and you want to hear about like real hip-hop history... Definitely go check out his podcast, man. He he that dude did a lot of great interviews and a lot of great stories. Um I think most recently ones I've heard in the last year, I, I really enjoyed uh the episode he did with Fonte. Um I really enjoyed the one he did with um ah, I'm blanking out the guy from the Fugees, but not <laughs> not, not Wyclef and Lauren Hill Oh, I feel so bad Why am I blanking out on this guy's name Um I can't, I can't do this I can't disrespect this gentleman So I'm gonna google this <laughs> Prize There we go um, Yeah prize episode was really dope A lot of good stories in the episode and That's kind of like what I really enjoyed About Combat Jacks Podcast um, And AZ too I like the episode they did with AZ But um a lot of good stories just really good gems almost like combat jack was like a hip-hop historian man like I, I don't you don't get those kind of stories on any other hip-hop shows or anything else that i've listened to like and I, I think his show and him he himself was real unique in that he he gave you that that really rare content man those stories you just you're not gonna hear that on every show so like losing him that's that's a big blow man you 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 know That's a, a wealth of knowledge That just left us And you know it, it, It's sad man It's really really unfortunate But I think he He left behind some great work So if you've never listened to Combat Jack Go give a Combat Jack show a listen man Go go listen to There's tons of interviews man Tons of interviews He, he was one of the first podcasted I started listening to you when I first started getting into podcasts, so, yeah, when I found out he passed man, it it was a bummer, because I, I I always looked forward to his interviews every week, and seeing who he would interview, and, like, what they would talk about, and what stories would come, you know, what stories I would hear when I listened to his episodes, and, yeah, man, just, it's, it's unfortunate, but rest in peace to, to Combat Jack, um, and I guess, bit of 2017 reflection. I don't mean to drag this out, but... A lot of this I wanted to talk about earlier. I just didn't get a chance to. (laughs) But um, Plans for the podcast. Real quick, because this will probably be the last podcast you guys hear in 2017. Uh, Next time you guys hear me... um, Got something in the works. 2018. About to have a dope fight podcast for my MMA fans. Um, I got that in the works won't say anything yet, but (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this episode. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Um, But yeah, I guess a little bit of just reflection before I get into this list. Um, I'm actually recording this on December 28th, and I'm going to try to release this tomorrow on the 29th, which would actually mark, I believe, the year anniversary of when I started this podcast. And ironically, the first podcast i uploaded was my 2016 uh top 20 list so (laughs) um try to put this out tomorrow keep this uh keep this trend going I, i didn't think this podcast would last a year to be honest like when i first started my original goal i was like if i can even get like 20 episodes i'll be good and here we are some 60 plus episodes later still going strong uh shout out to my co-host Anto, cool man he's been with me um, on a podcast journey covering helping me cover fights uh helping me bring in guests so it's, it's been fun man I've, I've gotten a chance to talk and network with some really cool people you know via the interwebs uh did my first interview with my homie pale moon shout outs to him um, i've had people reach out to me um i've been put on to just other podcasts so this this year has been fun man like this starting this podcast has been very worth it definitely not the most popular i don't get a ton of views or you know a ton of listens the hint you guys should share (laughs) this is this episode but nah man this is this this has been a fun ride for this year man i've 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 definitely made tries like there there were points earlier in the year when i was doing this podcast and i was just so focused on the numbers and i was like man nobody's really listening should i even keep doing this but I stuck it out man I feel like it's been worth it I've gotten a chance to network with With people who otherwise I might not have been able to network with Had I not started this And you know I've been put on to other good podcasts Um Just trying to get more involved in the podcast community out there That I didn't know was so big So yeah man Anybody out there if you thinking of starting a podca- podcast And you want to do it Hey man just go for it Just, just go for it Um yeah man, 2018 for this podcast I got some plans I hope I can <laughs> hope I can get them into action um, I want to start using my WordPress more I'm thinking of using that as kind of a hub Almost like a website for all of my content Well not all of my content But just additional content on top of the podcast um, So I definitely want to utilize WordPress more I feel like it's a tool that can help me reach a larger audience I just need to put in the time to, to you know put in the time get it the way i want it and be able to reach a a wider base uh people of listeners to to tune in um i think i should be able to do a lot more reviews in 2018 i I told told you guys before i'm a dinosaur but i finally joined spotify and i've been listening to a lot of music lately (laughs) so um hopefully there should be a lot more reviews in 2018 definitely want to get more guests on the show maybe do some more interviews um just got to keep growing man keep growing keep expanding and by this time next year my book should be out so i should have an episode about that my book better be out by this time next year (laughs) that's definitely like top of my priority list and um i have some plans for that too i can't say anything yet because i'm not finished editing it but i've been i've been secretly in the lab you know cooking up ideas and things of that sort so yeah, man. If you've been rocking with me for this long, for the little bit of listens I do get, I appreciate it. And yeah, man, just keep 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 rocking with me. There'll definitely always be more content coming. Like I said, this be the last podcast is two thousand seventeen, but two thousand eighteen, man, we'll be right back at it. Pretty much like I never left. So episodes will keep coming, content will keep coming. Just 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 keep rocking with you, boy. Just just keep keep rocking with me, but that's enough of me rambling let's uh let's get into this list so before i start oh uh this disclaimer this is my top 20 list actually you know what let me rephrase that this is my favorite 20 albums of the year not necessarily top meaning these aren't ranked necessarily by what was quote-unquote the best album like what album was put together the best or had the best production or had the best lyrics and number one hit blah, blah 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 yada yada this is for me personally the 20 albums that i just enjoyed the most and that i found myself going back to um some of these albums, actually, there's a good bulk of these albums that I did not review, which will make this interesting. I'll probably go a little bit more into detail. A lot of these albums snuck in around like the month of December. Some of them came out earlier in the year. It just took me a while to get around to listening to them because it was just, just a lot of content that came out this year, so wasn't able to get around to listening to everything I wanted to. But so basically, like I said, this list for me is. Mm, 90 percent based on like replay value like just what albums did i listen to and like that i just found myself going back to um so that's pretty much what my my, my top 20 is um at least like my, my criteria uh before i get into the list a few honorable mentions um some of these albums i didn't listen to but i just want to throw them out there some of these i did listen to but they might have been like just outside of my top 20 but i want to give them shout outs Um, So we'll start with uh, Jay-Z's 444 Um, Probably said it on this podcast Maybe at least once or twice I'm not a huge Jay-Z fan to be honest Um, His music I I, kind of treat Jay-Z Almost like I feel about Kobe in basketball I can acknowledge the greatness But like I just wasn't like a fan And it's no hate Like I don't think he's garbage or anything But just wasn't like I'm just not like a huge fan His music doesn't do a ton for me But 444 was a pretty dope album Um I think it's dope that at his age He can still put out um, That high quality of a project And I I think that's to be commended So I at least wanted to give that album A mention Uh Devin the Dude Acoustic Levitation Um that was almost in my top 20 man But you you got beat out Devin But (laughs) Shout out to Devin the Dude man He's been holding it down Uh texas underground forever man rap a lot legend um if you want some i think I do, i'm pretty sure i reviewed this album yeah, it's like if you just want something chill to listen to just to lay back and relax get you some laughs in <laughs> definitely give devin a listen man That De- devin's always good for a solid project uh so shout out to devin the dude acoustic levitation uh hammock with mysterium um, I believe I mentioned at least one Hammock project on this podcast at one point. I actually have not gotten a chance to finish this album, but I just, I know what Hammock does. Just like beautiful ambient <laughs> music with just awesome instrumentation. I need to go back and finish listening to this album. I'm almost throwing this out. It's just like a recommendation. If you want some ambient music, if you want to listen to something to Put in your headphones and make you feel like you're floating on a cloud somewhere. This is what you want to listen to. Um, so, Hammick with Mysterium. Give that a look. Uh, Colt Classic Records. Uh, I think the album was just called Colt Classic Records Presents. Uh, basically just an instrumental uh, hip-hop album. I think there were a few cuts on here that had vocals. Um, this came out really early in the beginning of the year. Uh, which kind of sucks. A lot of albums that come out in the beginning of the year don't stick with me. Um, all the way to the end, but I wanted to at least give that a shout out. Um, if you like instrumental hip hop, definitely give these guys a listen. If you know Cold Classic Records, um, they've been around for a while, man, and they they do really good with like that instrumental instrumental hip hop instrumental music. So give give their band camp a look. You'll definitely find some gems on there. And uh, last album I mentioned, honorable mention, uh, Toki Monsters' uh, Luna Rouge. Um, it was a good project I didn't like it enough to put it in my top 20 um, but I, I did enjoy it and I was almost gonna review it but I just kind of never got around to it so but I wanted to give that album a shout out also so those are just honorable mentions and albums that just kind of wanted to shout out but without further ado let's get into the nitty-gritty run through this top 20 and then uh, maybe I'll go in depth with a few of these And then, you know, I'll get on out of here I don't want to keep y'all forever So, starting at number 20 Nick Caution, Kirk Knight uh, With Nick at Night Self-titled album uh, Stormzy with Gang Signs and Prayers Number 18 Zero, No Love Boulevard Number 17 Marlon Kraft, The Tunnel's End Number 16 Big Boy with Boomiverse. Number fifteen, Open Mike Eagle, Brick Body Kids, Still Daydream. Number fourteen, to Prince, No Dope on Sundays. Number thirteen, Sabrina Claudio, About Time. Number twelve, Novelist, Konjuto, Under the Moonlight. Number eleven, Marcus D, Melancholy Prequel, Rising Sun Redux. And then favorite ten albums of 2017. We got Kendrick Lamar sliding in at number ten with Damn. Number 9 We got Raekwon With The Wild Number 8 Cunning Linguist Rose Azura Jano If I'm saying that correct Number 17 Substantial The Past is Always Present In The Future Number 6 Terrace Martin Presents The Polyseeds And top 5 of 2017 Odyssey The Iceberg Number 4 Rhapsody With Layla's Wisdom Number 3 Daniel Caesar With Freudian Number 2 Joy Badass With All American Badass And number 1 favorite album 2017 Big Crit Forever is a mighty long time um I remember last time I did this list it took me forever to talk about my number one so I'm gonna just run and <laughs> talk about this Crit album real quick so I don't repeat that mistake but um yeah man I have not put this album down since it came out I have played this album non-stop both disc, like <laughs> This is one of the best double disc projects I've ever listened to. And really, man, depending on what kind of mood you're in, you can throw in either. If you want something a bit more reflective, you throw in that second disc and just kind of vibe out. If you want some hits, you want something to make the trunk rattle. You put in that first disc, you put on Subinstein, and you just let it crank, man. Like, this album is, is so good, man. I, I could not, I can't say I could not, I still can't put this down like crit took everything that we've known and loved him for for this long and just elevated everything and i'm like this is what you sound like being independent off of def jam bro i can't wait for the next project and def jam and i, I said this when i reviewed this album you guys let this walk out the door and i don't <laughs> that's wild like this man tuned out a great, amazing project, and you guys let this walk right out of Def Jam. Like, somebody's gotta lose a job over this. (laughs) This album is just, it's soulful, but it has that southern boom. It's got hits, but it's still got songs with content. It's just, it's the perfect mesh of everything. Like, I can't say good enough things about this album. If I remember, I'll leave the link in the description below um because i don't want to take a bunch of time just talking about this one project but man brother this album (laughs) this album was just so so dope man it's just so dope just yeah i'll 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 try to leave my link in the description i i I could ramble on about that album but i you know got 20 more to talk about i might not talk about all of them but um, i'll keep you guys here forever (laughs) um let me get into a few of these albums actually Um, a lot of new interests people who've never been in my top 20 um, and a lot of people actually who I've never listened to so let me get into a couple of these people who kind of just snuck in and are kind of people who I've newly became fans of Um, Sabrina Claudio with About Time to be honest man had I heard this album like when it came out because I didn't listen to this until like early December if I had heard this when it came out this might have made my top 10 it might have just been outside of my top 10 but this this is some really good really good R&B um really easy on the ears really like serene feeling really kind of soft but man it's it's some dope it's it's that out in fire <laughs> like <laughs> and i i had heard of Sabrina Claudio through um uh uh the runaway jukebox podcast uh rest in peace that podcast it is no longer with us so it's <laughs> since, since uh that podcast has ended but uh yeah I, I had found out about her through them and I went to um I listened I think to confidently lost not the whole project but I think just that song and you know it was a dope song but like I never went to like listen to any of her projects and then um I don't remember how I got to even listening to this project, I think it was just because I had seen so many people post about it, kind of the same with the Daniel Caesar album, where I just, I heard so many people post about it, I was like, man, let me just give this a listen, see what the hype is about, and yeah, this, this, this joint was just, this, this joint was fire, man, um, real quick, just some, some, really the whole, it's, it's no bad songs on this whole album, but, uh, favorite track, man, Stand Still is, that's, that's the joint, Uh, belong to you the original and the remix with black i love the remix with black that that joint is fire um natural want to know and then like i like how the first half of the album is real soft it gets a little bit bouncier on some tracks towards the end but yeah man this is just it's a really it's a really great r&b album man if if you haven't uh listened to sabrina definitely give this album a look man this this joint like I said, if I would have listened to this when it originally came out and not so late and later in the year, this this probably would have made my top 10 had I had more time to sit with it. And that was the only reason why I couldn't justify it putting it higher on my list because I just I didn't have the time to sit with it as much as I did some of these other projects. Um, but yeah, man, she's, she's definitely made a fan out of me. Definitely made a fan out of me. So shout out to Sabrina. Give that album a listen if you haven't. Um... My number 20 album, Nick at Night uh, Self-titled album um, I've, I've been meaning to go And listen uh, to Nick Caution For a while um, So I finally gave this EP a listen uh, Nick Caution and Kirk Knight, if you don't know Members of Pro area Joey Badass's group And This is a really dope EP, it's really short But it's, it's straight to the point I think it's only about It's only about 7 tracks These two dudes, I think, play very well <laughs> off of each other um i like how like hungry this ep sounded like there were certain tracks on here like um ah, what's that one track the uh the perfect murder which is actually just nick uh nick caution by himself but that that joint it's just this <laughs> it really is this beast coast music man i love like how just aggressive his flow was on that song but yeah, this this joint man. And like I said, the, the only song on this project that I didn't really care for was Dope Up. But Off the Wall dope, no one seems to care. I love the that vocal sample on there. Um, All Night uh I just, I just mentioned Perfect Nur- Perfect Murder uh with the Nick Carson solo track. Uh I like Headlights uh with this Kirk Knight solo track on here. I kind of like how their solo tracks have completely different vibes cuz Nick Carson's track was just like a mad aggressive. Headlights is definitely More on the the slower side I would guess Um, The audio Opium track with Steeze and Joey Badass Really get the whole crew um, On that one so that was dope To hear Um, If I'm correct Let me There there was a moment in the song Yeah I think Steeze Yeah 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 That was a really good touch on this album I almost wish they would've Ended it well I mean I kind of like the closing track too But um I love how the end of the Audiopium track ends with like This capital C's kind of like Freestyle and I I think that when his part Comes in like the beat had already Cut off and it's kind of just this Audio of him just kind of like Kind of him just kind of like rapping a verse And Yeah man I I feel like that would have been A a great way to, to End the project but Either way man Audiopium that that joint is dope. Really, like I said, aside from the track Dial Up, I don't really have any complaints on any of these songs on the, on on this album or EP. I should say, cause it's only eight tracks. But yeah, shout out to Kirk Knight and Nick Caution, Nick at Night. Th- these two dudes definitely play well off of each other. Um, both of them good em- good MCs. Um, Kirk Knight uh, did great on the production. He produced the entire project. So yeah, man, that that's a really pro era. Is just a really talented collective uh and this slid in right at my top 20 i didn't listen to this album till later in the year but i found myself going back to it when i did listen to it so they slid right in at um my number 20 so yeah shout outs to to kirk knight nick caution joey whole pro era collective um yeah nick at Knight, give that ep a listen real short real easy real quick to get through um if you like that beast coast sound that's something you probably would enjoy um number 19 this was an interesting <laughs> Interesting listen That I did not envision Popping up on the top 20 list uh, My number 19 uh, Stormzy with Gang Signs and Prayers um, So I'm not Very well versed In the UK hip hop scene Or like Grime music um, I think about as far as I got Into Grime was uh, Dizzy Rascal I uh, know a little bit of Kano And I've been hearing of this guy Wally Who I've kind of dabbled listening to But you know I wasn't really too familiar with the scene I've heard a lot of people mention this Stormzy album And from what I've read And anybody can correct me if I'm wrong Because like I said I'm not really well versed on the grime scene But like this album isn't I guess you would say like grime in its purest form Like it has elements of grime But it's not like a quote unquote grime album um, Which I kind of get in the grom projects I have dabbled and listened to I, I guess I can understand that um, A lot of what I hear of grom is really upbeat um, The beats tend to be like high BPM high tempo lots of rapid-fire flow And you do get that with some tracks on here, but not the entire project is like that but this this was just an interesting listen because this I haven't really dived deep into the UK hip-hop scene. So, I wasn't sure what I was going to get when I put this on. But, I actually... (laughs) I actually ended up enjoying this quite a bit. Um, Even the... The accent didn't really... There was some... At some points... Where the accent kind of throws me off. And also, like, a bit of... The slang that I guess is popular over there. Like, I may not understand. But... I still found this album enjoyable like I I can I guess as just someone who (laughs) who watches a ton of MMA and grew up watching like martial arts flicks I guess just like accents and foreign languages aren't too hard for me to deal with because I grew up just listening and consuming content of things that aren't like native to America so accents I can just I can kind of get past and around a lot of this production I didn't mind it I love uh the opening track First Things First. I love a lot of like the aggressive tracks on here. Like First Things First, Um Cold, uh, Mr. Skang, Um, Return of the Rucksack. That's 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 the jam. <laughs> Return of the Rucksack is that's the joint on here. But like I like this because this album's pretty diverse. Like you get the hype tracks that'll, you know, beat you over the head real fast, real aggressive. But then you get tracks uh, like Blinded by Your Grace, Part 1 and 2, which are very gospel-influenced. Cigarettes and Kush, kind of like a mainstream song. Um, 21 Gun Salute, that's a kind of slower track. Kind of like, even towards the end, he starts to get real personal with tracks like Don't Cry For Me um, and Lay Me Bare. It's a pretty well-rounded album, man. Like, you you get tracks where he's kind of flexing. You get tracks where he's, you know, reflective. You get uh, tracks uh, like 100 Bags, where... Uh, pretty much a track that's dedicated to his mom so uh, I just enjoyed how well rounded this album was and you know it it might not be for everybody I I know a lot of people probably won't be able to get past the accent Um, at least from what I understand this is one of the most popular I guess like mainstream rappers over there in the UK who's getting a lot of buzz so I I think at least for an American listener if you can get past the accent I think you would enjoy this album because the production is is, is a bit different than something you would hear from in the States, but also not that much different at the same time. You know, you can definitely tell it has its own flavor to it, but it's not so far left that, you know, you wouldn't be able to get with it. Like, so I would say give it a try. But like I said, if, if you can't get past the accent, it might not be for you. But if you can get past the accent uh, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't enjoy this album Especially like the more Upbeat tracks like I mentioned Like listen to First Things First Listen to uh, Return of the Rucksack Listen to Mr. Skang um, Or like I said if you want one of the slower tracks Listen to like Cigarettes and Kush um, Or if you (laughs) want the soulful gospel tracks uh, Blinded by Your Grace Part 1 and 2 so yeah, this, this this was dope, man. I actually I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would, and I, I found myself actually going back to it and, and listening to it. So yeah, man, shout out to Stormzy. That was this is a pretty dope project, and I've slowly been trying to get into more grime. So if anybody knows, you know, if you can recommend me maybe like the classic uh, grime albums that maybe I should be listening to. Um, Point me in the right direction, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give any and everything to listen. Um, no, shout outs. You know, gotta give the home state a shout out. Uh, Substantial came in at number seven with The Past is Always Present in the Future. Um, he's from Maryland, so gotta give him a shout out. Um, this was actually, I think this was the first album I bought in 2017. So props to this, because I'm pretty sure this came out in January. And this album has stuck with me pretty much all through the year, and I still go back and listen to it man like this is a real it's a real quality project man I, I love the no turning back 2.0 joint uh with uh yama Hiroto on the on the keys man that was just a a very nice touch <laughs> to, to remix that song definitely an album packed with social content um man, man I, I really 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 enjoyed that that project substantial has been putting in a lot of work throughout the years and i think this is probably the the best of I've, I've ever heard from him so definitely give this this album a listen if you if you want some content in your music um yeah man just just give this a listen especially if you're from maryland man you gotta you gotta support the home squad so shouts to him the strength landed at number seven um, I knew this would be in my top 20. I wasn't sure if it would still be that high, but I still find myself going back and listening to it. So, yeah, shout-outs to Substantial. Um I saw how the Prince is no dope on Sundays. When I reviewed this, I said I wasn't sure if this was going to make it in my top 20. And I got to say, this album has grown a lot more on me since when I reviewed it. I know when I initially reviewed this project, I had said that I wasn't sure... Well, not that I wasn't sure, but... Like, it just it didn't... Something didn't, like, hit me, or... Like his his mixtapes did. And... While this album still doesn't, like, grab me... I guess I just kind of... Kind of just accepted it for what it was. And not tried to make it what I wanted it to be. And I I guess in that way, I I ended up enjoying it a lot more. Um, And even some of the tracks that I, I wasn't like a huge fan of and some of them I'm still not like a huge fan of but like I, some of these tracks have warmed up on me like the um <laughs> the track don't know why uh, i'm not pretty sure i said i don't care about a jagged edge feature in 2017 but <laughs> that track is kind of like warmed up for me I, I don't mind that track uh the first half of the album still flames like the eight-minute intro the no dope on sundays get your money um but yeah like don't know why god bless your heart um free 80s baby closer has become one of my favorite songs on there um lots of gems on this album like i said i i just kind of accepted this album for what it was and not what i wanted it to be and i guess in that way it just it made it a lot more uh, of an enjoyable listen and now i just i do find myself going back to it a lot more um as i mentioned in the review dude is a great lyricist if you want bars (laughs) if you want uh we we'll call this like the street gospel album Just look no further This 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 album is, is dope And like I said I wasn't sure if this was going to make my top 20 But it definitely grew on me um, The more and more I listened to it So shout out to Saha si, No Dope on Sundays um, What else do I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Novelist Konjutsu Under the Moonlight Novelist over Nude Best Beats I mean, <laughs> you can't you can't really go wrong with that. Um, as I mentioned in the review, this is you know, like one of his most personal projects to date, and I enjoyed that a lot about this uh, project. Where he wasn't, you know, just rapping to just be rapping. You know, he was rapping with a purpose. Songs had, you know, there was a message to him. He was telling good stories while still giving us, you know, that anime. And, you know, nerd references that we all know and love. If You know, you've been fans of him. So, yeah, man. can you under the moonlight. Real quick, easy listen. I think that's probably why I went back to it so much. Because you, you can just kind of breeze through the whole EP. And by the time it's over, you're like, man, that's it. And you just go back. Run it back. <laughs> go back and listen to it again. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, tracks off that. Uh, Rolling Stone. Swordplay. Um, Tales of a Samurai. Which is literally a track about... Like three of the most known anime samurai, so yeah, man. "Conjuring uh, Under the Moonlight" by Novelist, great project, really dope artwork. I'm still waiting to get my physical in the mail though. If you hear this, Novelist, check 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 on my order, man. Trying trying to get the album, bro. <laughs> but, nah, man. Shout, shout out to Novelist, shout out to Clear Soul Forces, really good project. Um Kind of sticking with that anime-ish theme. Uh, maybe not quite anime theme, but uh, Marcus D, Melancholy Prequel, uh, Rising Sun Redux, it came in at number 11. Um, the only instrumental project uh, that made my top 20. This joint, man, he just he, Marcus D is another one of them dudes who just, at least lately, he has he's, he's he's hit everything out the park. Like, I really enjoy his instrumental projects, that that real jazzy hip hop kind of feel to it. Um, definitely just a lot of tracks i can just put on and just kind of just sit back and just let it just let it ride man just just let it chill like this is this is what i like to listen to when i write and normally i don't like noise at all when i write but i can put this on and like it, it doesn't bother me i can just listen to this and let it ride out um i hate and I, he probably hates this too and i hate to do this to him but literally like if you like knew best and you were a fan of new there's no reason why you won't like marcus d and not to say that like he's biting because his style is definitely you know different i mean you, you can hear the influence but it's not like he's biting or anything he definitely has his his own flair his own style but like if it's just if you like that the, those kind of beats that kind of jazzy kind of hip-hop feel like the instrumentals from like Sam Ross, shampoo had if you like things in that kind of vein you'll definitely love this project um I never know if I'm pronouncing the name right thing is reverie. <laughs> I want to say that's how you pronounce that That's probably my favorite track on here, man I can always throw that joint on and it, it just puts me in a nice chill relaxing move and He can go from tracks like that and then you have other tracks that are a bit more upbeat that More upbeat jazzy funky feel to him. You can't go wrong man it's, it's a really dope instrumental project and like novelists whoever does the cover work for your albums is is fire (laughs) like the cover work for all of his albums are always dope so yeah shout outs to marcus d man and i can't wait for retro two retro one still gets play. i still throwing that gal theme because america like (laughs) like yeah man give give marcus d some looks and if you're a video game fan and you want to hear some of your favorite video game instrumentals get flipped into something dope Listen to the first retro project and uh, I'm pretty sure Retro Two is coming out sometime two thousand eighteen, so give that a look. I think he has a single out for that. Um already. So yeah, give give, give retro two a look, man. Um and like I said, shout out shout out to Marcus D. That project was Melancholy Prequel, uh, Rising Sun Redux. Uh who, who else wanna shout out? Rhapsody man, Layla's Wisdom. At one point this joint was almost <laughs> this joint was almost number one, man. Rhapsody just bodied this project, man. This this album was just it was so good from start to finish, man. This this joint, kind of like Big Crit. Like I think she really just elevated her game and took all of the things that we've loved her for so far, but just like improved on them so vastly. And yeah, man, th- this this album was just the strength was just fire. Like, and I like that this is, you know, her first release under Rock Nation, and, like, she didn't try to switch up her sound or do something mainstream. Like, this is still all within her realm, even though she did definitely take some risks and do some experiment with different sounds, but it wasn't anything, like, so far outside of the box where it sounded like she was just trying to reach for, like, a mainstream sound. Like, everything sounded like, you know, something that she would be comfortable over. So... This, this joint, man. There's so many fire tracks. The, Brother the, the intro, Layla's Wisdom, is dope. <laughs> the power track with Kendrick Lamar. Uh Riding with GQ. Uh Black and Ugly. You should know where that, that that flow on that track, boy, she got in that pocket and just bodied that beat. Uh I love Roller Coaster Jam called Love. That that beat switch up at the end when the Music Soul Child comes in. Um Jesus coming storytelling track. It's just so many good. It's ridiculous, bro. Like <laughs> this album is just. It's so good. It's 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 so good. I'm, I'm really glad that she's starting to get a lot more shine. Get getting getting her face out there a bit more. So shout outs to Rhapsody. Shout-outs to JAMLA. Really dope project. And they're, they're signing a lot of good people over there, man. That's that's a a crew and a collective to keep an eye on, man. They're, they they're definitely. Getting, getting a lot of talent, uh, I can't, I'm so mad I keep blanking in this podcast, there was a really young dude I saw they signed, dude's only like 17, 18, I don't know, but I looked up one of his videos, he's over there killing it, so, shout out to Ninth and Jambler, Rhapsody, everybody over there at that crew, man, those dudes are turning out some really good projects, signing good talent, keep doing what y'all doing, man, um, I guess i should quickly go through my top five well, i already mentioned big crit um joy badass all american badass at one point this was my favorite album of the year had big crit not came out this probably would have still been my favorite um i think like i said in the review man i wasn't too sure what direction he was gonna go with this album and he, he kind of took the political angle but not so much made it preachy but i love this album man i, I loved I love the, the content of the album and the things he was talking about that are definitely relevant to the times. But it still had some, you know, aggressive Joey tracks. Um, I think it was just a real mature Joey album, man. But I, I couldn't put this down either. There aren't really many tracks on this album that I skip. Like, all of these tracks are good, man. Um, for My People is probably my favorite song. Um, but then you got like uh, ring the alarm with Kirk Knight and uh, Nick Carson and then, uh, a man from Semichi Darko. I think um, that that joint is crazy. Um, Rockabye baby with Schoolboy. That joint Knox. Then you got um, the one joint with Static Selector who produced in Styles P. I can't remember the name of the song at the moment. But yeah, this this album was on repeat. Like, and I still listen to this. Like, I I always bumped this. Either going to work or coming from work this, this album finds its way in the rotation So shout out to Joy, man Like I said real mature album Really really content driven um, Yeah man it was just a, a really good Sophomore album I'm so glad he did not Hit that sophomore slump <laughs> Cause you know Before the money I enjoyed that project A lot more than I thought I would And this is kind of the same like I wasn't sure What I was going to get into when I put this on but when i got to the end i was like man this dude he, he he hit it out the park i was really 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 impressed with this project um number three uh daniel caesar's fraudian bro like any of these in my top five could have been number one at one point <laughs> like fraudian man this is definitely the best B out i've heard this year this, this joint just hits you right in the soul. Like, it's <laughs> just right, just right in the soul, man. It's, it's, if you don't feel something when you listen to this, I don't, something's wrong with you. Something is, is wrong with you, and you should go get help. <laughs> like, <laughs> best part, man. We find love. Hold me down. <sighs> Every song like there's no bad song on this entire project. Amazing R&B. That's that's really all I can say. Number 5, Odyssey's Iceberg. Odyssey is probably the most consistent artist I've listened to in like the last five to like 7 years. He's never put out anything I don't like and this is no exception. Like great production, great content. Um, he never misses a beat man like and kind of like joey making music that's definitely relevant to the times with some of the themes and things that he mentioned um throughout the album Uh, i love the track Uh, you grew up when he's telling the story about him and uh, the friend he grew up with who was white and how the white guy uh, his white friend ended up hating his family because they were foreign and he thought they were taking the jobs and so on and so forth that concept was dope um I love the track waiting outside is still my favorite song on that album a really good song for anybody who like lives inside of their head you'll definitely relate to that song man that that joint is amazing like another album where like he didn't he didn't really have any missteps there are very few songs in that album that i would skip and i think i mentioned this in the review also if you got kids and you want them you know you want to put on some hip-hop but you don't want to worry about them picking up on a thousand curse words you can throw this song because dude doesn't cuss in the entire album <laughs> but it's like it's still just it's really just dope music man like it's really just high quality music this dude never misses a beat and since i had spotify i've actually been going back and listening to some of his older projects and prior to me going back um people hear what they see was probably my favorite Odyssey album But um I've been going back a lot And listening to Tangible Dream lately Bro that joint whew, You wanna talk about fire Like And this was back when Odyssey was, was <laughs> he, he was a bit more raw He was definitely cussing on that album But like yo, That 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 joint man Like This this dude I'll continue to say it man He is one of the most Talented Guys in hip hop Who does not get Nearly enough credit for his production, his, his how much better he's gotten as an MC, just like all around, man. This dude is a phenomenal artist, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna be around for a long time, man. This, this dude is a, immensely talented, so definitely give that album a listen. Um, just outside of my top five with Terrace Martin and the seeds. when this drink first came out, I was I was thoroughly pleased. Like this album is really soulful man a lot of just Terrace martin is a genius like (laughs) this was another album when i put this on at one point i was like yo this this album is way better than what not that i thought it would be bad at all but i put this on i was like bro I, i did not think this album was gonna be this like this joint floored me when i listened to it lots of fun grooves mixed with like a lot of Sensual slow jams the people that he works with all compliment him, like Rose Gold. Um, not uh, the other guy, I got Rose Gold who does vocals. Uh, Chachi, it's a Chachi, uh, who also goes by Problem, um, who fits very well in on this album. Everything about this album is it's just phew. and then the, the instrumental tracks he got on here, man. Like, <laughs> like. He Terrace Martin almost is hitting that league of people where I just feel like he he can do no wrong. Um, I didn't even name the album. (laughs) The name of the album was uh, Terrace Martin Presents the Policies. The album was called Sounds of Crenshaw Volume One. Um, but this, this joint right here, man, like just a real, just nice, jazzy, soulful. It's just it's, it's, it's just like The perfect listen man Like Go go listen to Intentions If you want like A fun track to bounce to Um Go listen to Mama D Leimert Park If you want just a nice Jazz groove Um You and Me With Rose Gold Where she lays down Some Great vocals Um Your Space With Wint Is Wyan Wyan Vaughn I'm probably saying that wrong Another dope track Everything Everything the, the end track don't trip preston harris if you want your little gospel pickup of the day like <laughs> this this album is is this is, 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 is great. it's great this it's just great this it's just great I, I don't i don't i don't say. this is great <laughs> um i've almost ran through this whole list man um shout out to raekwon for the wild. Dude has been in the game for so long, still putting out quality projects. This album was really slept on. I did not see enough people talk about this project, man. That 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 um that track he did dedicated to Marvin Gaye was amazing. Um that this album just it's just really good, man. Like I was thinking about this the other day when um I watched a lot of the Dead and Hip Hop classic album uh, reviews they were doing when they uh did the uh, Wu Tang Enter the 36 Chambers it's just amazing how much how talented that group is like they're so talented as a group but on the solo tip those dudes can still put out phenomenal projects by themselves and even though you know you kind of know what you're getting with a Raekwon album lots of mafioso talk but he just he does it so well and he still finds ways all these years later to still make it entertaining but that album was really well produced Raekwon has not lost a step <laughs> As far as rapping ability So Yeah man, I, that's, this joint was was On repeat real heavy, especially that, that Marvin track man, that, that joint is fire Um Yeah, shout, shout out to Raekwon That that Give that tape a listen if, if you haven't Um, Linguis, Rosa Zero Agiano. It's almost not fair that they're on this list because I feel like Anything they drop is going to make my top 20 Because this is <laughs> probably like my favorite group in hip-hop these dudes i can't stress enough are phenomenal writers in terms of lyrics and the way they the way they word and paint pictures No is always amazing on production and this album is very loaded with content um, yeah man the, the cunnilingus is another group they just seem to they don't miss a step man like and it's crazy how much they've evolved since, like, Whoop Rap for Food. How much that sound has changed. But they're still just a really, really dope group. And this another album in their discography that just adds to the legacy. Like, when these dudes are said and done, I get it. You know, they're, you know, they're underground. They probably won't get the accolades they should. But, like, I think these dudes are, like, a classic group, man. These, these dudes have put out some really, really great projects. Um so shout outs to Cunning Linguist. Another notch on the belt. Another quality listen. Love the track Hustlers. <laughs> love the track riot. Um Love everything, man. This I, I I keep going back to this album also, man. Um and rounding out my number t- top ten was Kendrick Lamar with Dan Um I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I'm not like a super huge Kendrick fan. Like I I like him. I feel like everybody else loves him and I just kinda like him. But, yeah, I was impressed by this, man. I really enjoyed this project. And I did like To Pimp A Butterfly, but I didn't find myself going back to the album. Like, damn, I I, I was going back and listening to that, man. Like, it was it was some jams. <laughs> some jams on that album, man. Like, it was a good, a good mix of music that was definitely, like, accessible sound-wise, but still had, you know, good content in it, good bars. So I, I found myself going back to it. DNA still slaps. <laughs> yeah man. Good good job on Kendrick man. Like I I like I said I don't like him as much as everybody else does but he's another dude who seems like he just kind of hits everything out the park man. Like he's got a really dope street going and hopefully he continues man. Damn was another an, another good listen man. And another another notch on his belt. So you keep doing what you're doing, Kendrick. I um, might as well just run down these last couples and I've almost finished my old top 20. Uh, <laughs> number 15, Open Mike Eagle, uh, Break Body The Kid, Still Daydream. Not as, like, cheerful as other Open Mic Eagle projects. Um, really, a lot of this album, if you listen to it and pay attention to the lyrics, is a very serious um, album, even though, you know, Open Mike Eagle kind of has this real off-kilter delivery. Productions can get kind of weird at times. And sometimes it might even sound joyful but like if you listen to what he's saying it's it's a very serious project a a lot of content about literally like his projects that he grew up in and how much has like been destroyed and things have changed and gentrifications happened and how he's watched his his auntie's old building get you know it's it's a lot of content but (laughs) he's one of those dudes that like when I listen to his albums like man this sounds weird. But I I like it. Like <laughs> it sounds really weird. It's definitely not for everybody. I, I feel like he's probably an acquired taste. But I, I still just I enjoy his albums, man. He he just he's a really unique artist and he's somebody who he's one of those he's one of the few dudes that like I can't think of anybody else that sounds like him. There's nobody I can really compare him to. Um so, yeah, I just, I've just i always liked that about him. Since Dark Comedy, I've pretty much been a fan of all of his work since then. So, yeah, man. Open Mic Eagle, Big Body Kids, Still Daydream. Uh, really dope project. Big Boy, Boomerverse. This joint had to grow on me, too. When I first heard this, I didn't really like it all that much. The more I listened to it, the more it slapped. And I think I mentioned during the review, not a big fan of... Uh, what's the guy's name? The dude from Maroon 5. Adam Levine, whatever his name is, but <laughs> that that joint came on and I ain't gonna lie, that joint was mad catchy, and <laughs> that joint was mad catchy, and I found myself I found myself rocking with it. So I was like, I, I can't I can't front on this no more. Like I definitely enjoy this this album, and he's another dude, man. Dude, he's just been around forever and still can put out just quality albums and. I just like that this album just slaps. That's all I wanted from this joint, and that, that's what I got. Um, yeah, man, that, that 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 joint that joint slaps. And the, the, the kill kill Jill joint um, order of operations probably my favorite song on there. But shout out to Big Boy. Um, the last two albums, I'll just run through real quick because I think I pretty much mentioned everything on my top twenty. Uh, Marlon Craft with the Tunnels End. Um, I think I've also reviewed this project real good. Just in New York. Uh, new york east coast style hip-hop so if you still like that sound there's definitely a dude who will (laughs) who will give that to you um also kind of like how he tied in the tunnels in theme with the whole you know we're all riding on this train going to this destination and everybody's just kind of doing their own thing but we kind of could make life easier if we just kind of you know got more involved with each other helped each other out but everybody's just kind of going off doing their own thing so, I kind of like how that theme played out throughout the project. Um, but, shout out to Marlon Craft. He's still, I've been seeing, uh, doing a lot of shows out here making moves. Um, so, shout out to him. Real talented N- MC. I'm out of New York. And my number 18, which is the last album that I did not mention, Zero with No Love Boulevard. If you know Zero, if you already know what you're about to get. Some street music, some 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 melodic thug street tunes, <laughs> like you know, is it, it, only rule Van Vandross can do. Um, so yeah, man, that 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 album, that album and Devin the Dude were kind of competing to make my list, but Zero kind of edged them out just a little bit. But yeah, man, so I think I pretty much went over everything in my top 20. Let me go back and like, yeah, I think I give everybody their. They're just do shout out so yeah I, I told you guys i wasn't gonna keep it that long but it's been about an hour plus so i didn't even want this pod- podcast to be that long so i lied but you know <laughs> it is what it is um but real quick man before i get out of here so that's you know my top 20 give, give all those albums a listen give them a look um and if any projects not on my top 20 Uh, that you might want to recommend or think i should check out feel free to send them over like i said there's a lot of projects this year that i wanted to listen to that i didn't get a chance to but um definitely all you know willing to go back and listen but that's my top 20 my top 20 favorite albums of 2017 um real quick i guess before i get out of here like i said man 2018 is coming up it's been a pretty pretty interesting year um I think if i had to think of a theme this year that you know i would share with you guys you know take care of yourself like really take care of yourself like health wise man try to eat right because health was a major theme for me this year i've been to the hospital more times than i care to remember <laughs> but you know man this is real important man eat, eat right try to exercise man treat, treat your body right you can't it's hard to accomplish your goals when your body shuts down on you, and I, I had to learn that the the very hard way this <laughs> year. Um few trips to the ER It's not fun, man. Not fun. Take take care of your health, um, and more important even than your physical health, man. Take care of your mental health. Like, don't to try not to stress yourself out too much. If you need a woozah moment, bro, take a woozah moment. Chill out, relax. It's okay to take days off and. Re- Chill out and not do much. We need those days sometimes. You just unwind, watch a movie you like, play a game, listen to some music. You know, go out with friends. Whatever you got to do to find your little zen moment, your your moment of peace. You know, do it. You you have to take care of yourself, man. Just, like life is hard already, or it can be hard. It can be difficult. It can be arduous, and we make it much harder when we don't take care of ourselves, so, def- definitely do that, man, if that's the one thing, <laughs> you guys get from this episode, bro, just take time to take care of yourself, man, you can't, you, it's hard to take care of other people, when, you know, you're, you're not looking after your own body, your own temple, so to speak, but, um, yeah, man, this is the last podcast, 2017, thank you guys for rocking with me, for, by the time you hear this, it'll have been a year now, um, uh, when we come back in 2018 my first podcast in 2018 will be a fight podcast it's gonna be wild (laughs) actually i need to take some notes and try to get some notes down for what i want to do on that podcast and reach out to some people trying to do something something fun for this cyborg uh holly home card slash a whole slew of other topics we'll probably get on (laughs) that might not have anything to do with fighting but yeah man 2018 It's going to be a good year This podcast is still going to be rolling God willing my book will be out And I'll be able to give updates And hopefully do some episodes And maybe even videos on that Um, Like I said looking to Use the wordpress page a bit more Hopefully that will become more of a hub For content for me Trying to grow the brand man Trying to grow Trying to keep the ball rolling And just keep improving on what I've been doing So Yeah man Last episode, of 2017. I hope you guys have had a great Christmas holiday. Um, hope you guys have a great New Year. Be safe. Please don't drink and drive. Don't. I don't want to see none of y'all on the news. You know, don't don't do anything stupid. As always, this podcast can be listened to on YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, please rate and subscribe on iTunes. You can hit us up on Facebook, Dojo Talk Facebook page. Um, If you want to get at me on Twitter, I'm at Serial Sensei. And if you have questions or anything you want to send to the podcast, Dojo Talk Podcast at Yahoo.com. That's been it, man. That's 2017. And next time you guys hear me, it'll be 2018. And we'll kick things off with the new year so until then i'm your host serial sensei this has been another episode of the dojo Talk podcast and i will catch you guys later peace